Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm joined on the podcast today by Phoebe Xavier, a comic book writer, inker, and editor. Phoebe has had a short story collection published, Superluminal Latency. Phoebe, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Jeff. I'm actually not um, an inker. I, I do letters, editing, and writing. Okay. Uh, so let me just, I'll just redo that intro if, if that's the case. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. I'm joined on the podcast today by Phoebe Xavier, a comic book writer, letterer, and editor. And Phoebe has had a short story collection published, Superluminal Latency. Phoebe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Sure. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your short story collection, Superluminal Latency, I'm wondering if you can describe some of the stories that someone could read in your new collection. Yeah, sure. Um, so we have 17 stories in the book, and it is a mixture of cyberpunk sci-fi and horror. And most of the horror in the book is a genre that I've been creating called horror porn, which involves graphic sex, graphic substance abuse, and graphic violence. And I know that, you know, um, a lot of writers, when they have a short story collection and you ask them, um, do they have a favorite story or two? It's kind of like picking a, a favorite child. Can you tell us about one or two of the stories in the book that um, really resonate with you and that you, um, you know, would be your favorites? Oh, yeah. No, I know which my favorite is. My favorite is uh, called The Slipstream Fiasco. And that one is uh, a lot of my... Uh, fiction takes place in a shared universe in the 25th century, um, so uh, or 2400s, and um, so that one takes place in in a mostly in a city called Pike City, which exists outside the Oort cloud, which means outside the furthest extent of the gravitational pull of our sun, and um, it's about a space driver, and it starts out with him telling you he's dead, he's a ghost. And it's him telling the story of how he met his wife and how the adventures he has with his wife leads to him getting his head blown open. <laughs> that sounds great. Can you tell us a little bit about your process in terms of short story writing? When you sit down to write a story, do you usually have a specific um, idea of the story in mind? Do you literally start with an image or one line? How does that work for you? Um, often the concept will be there. Um, like I'll come up with a concept, but the two things that I put down before I start writing is, um, the title. I always feel that a, uh, I'm very big on branding. So having a catchy title or interesting title, something that's going to make people think like, huh, like wonder what that's about. Or I think I know what that's about. So I'm going to read it and then maybe subvert them there and like go in a totally different direction. Um, but yeah, the other thing that I like to have written down or solidly know in my mind is uh, the ending. And so if I know what the title is and the ending, I feel like filling in the details in between isn't that hard. Sure. And um, as I mentioned earlier, you are a comic book writer and letterer and editor. Can you tell us a bit a bit about your comic book work as well? Yeah, sure. Um, so I run a small indie brand called One Two Three Go Publications, and um, there's a small team of us that have put out a number of books now. 
And I think 14 of them are available at IndiePlanet.com forward slash one, two, three, go. I think that's what we have available right now. Um, we have a few more coming out in 2023. And um, so um, I, maybe I missed the question exactly. What am I supposed to be answering? I'm so sorry. That's okay. I was just wondering about your comic book work. If you could tell us about some of the titles and, and what you're oh, working yeah, sure. on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Thank you. Um, okay. So our first book is um, Sidereal Apogee. And that is a cyberpunk anthology. And that is the one that crosses over most with the short story collection that a lot of the characters in Sidereal Apogee appear also in stories in the book. Um, then uh, we also have Gunmetal Black Ops is our espionage slash assassination book. And um, from one of the stories in there, we spun off a title called Moloch Reigning Devil. It's about an angel who was sent to hell to kill Lucifer. And after succeeding, he finds himself stuck in hell and now he's technically the de- the devil because kill the devil become the devil kind of rules and um just because he's the devil though that doesn't mean that all the demons are happy to serve him a lot of them you know are mad at him for killing lucifer and uh view him just as an angel and um so the first two issues are about him bringing the mass of the armies of uh hell together under his rule and then um the next couple uh, books will uh cover how he executes his plan to bring the battle to heaven and to get all the hordes of hell to battle uh, God with him. Um, that one is up to issue number two. And issue number three is um, we have at least, I think, 23 pages written, in, uh, drawn, I mean, and um, at least 10 colored, I believe. And that's going to be a 35-page, like almost like a double size issue, issue number three of that one. Um, I'm also writing a one shot that uh, goes along with that book called Moloch in Pride's Mall, which is him versus the the, the seven deadly sins, the specific sin uh, Pride. In uh, in issue number one, I think he battled both lust and gluttony, and I wrote like an entire issue about um, him versus Pride. That book is not usually written by me. That book is usually written by Jeffrey Haas. So he writes all the. Um, the main Moloch Reigning Devil stories. And I just got, um, this is my first opportunity to write a story, that one shot um, with that character. Uh, that is drawn by Juan Manuel Almar, and he is in South America. I forget specifically what country. Um, but yeah, he's been with us from the start on that, and his line art is amazing. And the c- colors there are done by Chris McCulley, who I think is mostly in Canada these days. Um, and yeah, that's a great book to check out. Um, what's what else? Oh, Santa Claus is another Jeffrey Haas title. Um, Santa Claus is a two shot, um, self contained story in two issues. And it's about a boy who, um, lacks the Christmas spirit and sort of gets lured into, um, the wrong sleigh with an evil Santa. <laughs> and it goes, it goes bad. That's great. That was actually from the perspective of a 10 year old kid. It's actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so what are the differences for you between writing a comic book script versus one of the short stories that are featured in your new collection? I think, well, I mean, for, for most comic books, um, 
I do storyboards. Um, I will do stick figure storyboards so that my artist has an idea of how I want the page laid out and like perspectives and stuff like that. Um, I think that with writing uh, narrative prose that I just pour out uh, enough detail, as as much detail as possible, sort of to overcompensate for the fact that we're not getting to see it. So I try to paint that image with words, um, paint the environment that we're in in uh, the actions and reactions of the characters, um, like facial expression and tone of voice and such. Gotcha. What writing advice would you offer for those who are interested in writing their own comic book scripts or short stories? Um. Well, I mean, just write. Writers write. Every day, write. Um, if, you, if you think you're a writer, then you should be doing it every day. Um, and that's the only way you get better at something. Um, but if you're just starting out as a writer, um, then one of the most important things in your skill set is acceptance of rejection. Because you're probably not going to have your first story turned into a novel or a movie or a comic book. Um if you're indie creating comic books, then get a budget because um, unless you draw yourself, you're going to have to pay an artist. And don't be the guy that's on a you know, on Facebook comic book forums once a month that's like, hey, I have a brilliant idea. I just need an artist to draw it and then we'll split the, the, the profit later. Like, now that's not how it works. No one's going to, any artist that agrees to work with you on those terms is not going to be the right artist. And so get the money to pay an artist sure. approach. And I'm, wor- I'm wondering, can you tell us about your original writing journey? What led you to writing comics and now short stories? Um, well, I would say I started both um, back in um, the 80s or 90s when I was young. And um, that I, I always knew that I wanted to do comic books or writing. Um, and I, I have always done it along the way uh, from my early 20s until about um, 40 years old i also did hip-hop music so i did a lot of songwriting in the interim um, where i wasn't as focused on short stories um but yeah i think um i made the conscious decision about seven years ago to shift away from music and to be like i am in my 40s now nobody uh, i don't think i'm going to make it big as a 40 year old transgender rap artist let me focus on something that i think is more tenable as a side hustle, which right now is my comic. That's great. Well, what comic books or novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? Um, so I just got uh, in the mail, um, the end of the world blues by John Courtney Grimwood. Um, that's what I'll be reading in the next couple of weeks. Um, I also just reordered the peripheral by William Gibson. I read it when it first came out and now I want to reread it and compare it to this TV series that I just watched. And, um, probably wind up writing the TV blog or something about like compare and contrast the two of them. Um, comic book wise, I mostly read like my friend's stuff. Like if my friends are making something, I might read that. Um, but I, I'm, I have to work a full time day job and then do this stuff on the side. So I do spend a lot more time, uh, writing and editing rather than um, reading sure what's out there. <laughs> I totally understand that. Well, where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you and your new short story collection, Superluminal Latency, as well as uh, your comic book work? Okay, so like I said, um, IndiePlanet.com forward slash 123go is where you can get uh, all our comic books that are available right now. And of those books that are listed there, 
There are three that are listed as on sale. And that means if you want to digitally download them for free, you can. And that would be Trouble Number One is um, downloadable for free. Um, 13th Bone Volume One is downloadable for free. And Gunmetal Black Ops Number Two is downloadable for free. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. I'm on at Phoebe123Go on Insta. I don't really post a lot up there, but I do go on and like like other people's stuff. I did a podcast through my Insta a week or two ago. Um, and I will be posting um, when it's when the book is live, I will be posting it there. Um, we're also on Facebook. We have like a fan page and that's 123Go Publications. You can find us there. We'll be publishing about, uh, we'll be, posting about when it's available for purchase there as well. That's great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Phoebe Xavier, a comic book writer, letter, and editor, and author of the new short story collection, Superluminal Latency. Phoebe, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Absolutely.